everybody. Welcome back uh, to season three, episode four of Budding Business. Uh, I'm Chase Gibson. There is no co-host with me uh, yet again for the second straight episode, and I'm honored to be joined by Mr. Dave Spencer. Mr. Spencer, how are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if we could just kind of introduce yourself and uh, what you do here at Loveland and maybe some of your interests, hobbies. I'd like to get a little icebreaker before we oh. begin here. Sure. Um, so again, as you said, my name is Dave Spencer. I am the principal here at Loveland High School. This is my my 19th year as a as a high school administrator. So if uh, I'm a, an old guy, you might <laughs> might say I've, I've been around the block a little bit. Um, as far as my my hobbies and interests, um, uh, I love fishing. That's mm-hmm. a big time hobby for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not so much about catching the fish; it's just about being on a lake and uh, yeah. and just you know being able to relax and. And, and take things in. Some people exercise. Uh, clear, clearly, if you saw me, that's not one of my <laughs> hobbies. Um, um, but um, definitely enjoy that. I'm uh, I'm a big fantasy football guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, now I've uh, sort of uh, stepped into the the fantasy basketball world mm-hmm. as well. So um, enjoy that. Do a lot of that stuff with my my sons, and it's a great uh, great thing to to do with them. Uh, yeah. That's that's what I enjoy. Okay, so again, like I like I've mentioned previously, we always kind of like to start off with a little like like icebreaker question to kind of get, get the conversational feel going here. Sure. Uh, you've only been at Loveland for a couple of months now, but what has been your best like experience at Loveland so far in those couple months? Um, I mean, I've just been so impressed and appreciative of the of the reception mm-hmm. that I've got. I mean, the, the number of students um, alone that have been very um, um, open to, to come talk with me, to interact with me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you come in a new place and, you, and you're not familiar with a lot of people, you always worry about how are you going to engage and, and get to feel people, right. get people to feel comfortable with you. But um, I haven't had to make a lot of effort because people have made me feel comfortable. Right. Um, and it goes well beyond the students. The staff has been absolutely tremendous um, in my, my interactions with a large part of the, of the parents in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, has been awesome. I mean, I truly have feel, felt welcomed um, into the community. Um, and it really doesn't feel like it's been just a couple months. It feels like it's been a lot longer mm-hmm. than that just because of um, how easy it's been to get acclimated. Yeah. What about Loveland. what about the experience like around the high school, like athletics, academics? I mean, a lot's happened uh, since you've been here in, in the both athletics and academic world. Is there something specific? Um, yeah, and I think I mentioned this at, um, at the – the um, homecoming um, week when we had the, mm-hmm. the pep rally out outside uh, the student um, section at our games mm-hmm. um, is pretty awesome. I yeah. mean, those home football games, when you look up in that student section and see all that orange and black, mm-hmm. and it is packed. It's packed I mean, yeah. people are just squished. If that's a <laughs> word. I'm not sure in the English language if, if squished is a, appropriate, but I mean, they're, they're packed in there. Um, and, and the spirit and the um, enthusiasm has just been, been awesome. So when you look at those um, attending um, any of those events, mm-hmm. just the, the pure number of our students that are actively supporting their peers um, and really truly enjoying themselves. Okay. So you talked about you know the reception that you received. Is that why you ended up choosing to come to Loveland High School, or was it just a variety of things, or was that one of the things that really drew you? Yeah, I think it was. Um, there was a variety of things. Clearly, I mean, you know, where I was at, I don't think it's any secret. I was at at, at Turpin High School for. Mm-hmm for many, many years. Um, and, um, so, um, 
sometimes, you know, when you get very comfortable at a place, you sometimes get complacent. When you get complacent, you're maybe not doing the, the best job that you could do. So it was time for a, a change for me, for sure. And Loveland was an opportunity that came up that was very attractive. One, it was close. Um, and two, when I look, um, was able to look at Loveland from afar for so many years with being in the same athletic conference. And um, as far as when you compare schools, um, Loveland was one that, that was a comparison school for us. Um, the size was pretty close. Loveland's a little mm -hmm. bigger. But when you look at the staff, you know, Loveland's a place where when teachers come, they stay. Mm -hmm. um, and that, to me, is an indication that they like where they're at right. and that working environment that uh, um, that they have is has been good. Uh, you look at students, when you look at the vast majority of the students at Loveland, they are students that are driven. Mm -hmm. um, they have... Uh, careers that um, they are fully uh, engaged to get to. Uh, they want to do well academically because they know that's something they have to do to get to where they want to go. Um, so again, having those goals already and, and, and that self drive is, is, is pretty awesome and mm -hmm. very attractive for a principal coming in. Um, and again, in, in having a parent community too that, that values education right. and, and and they themselves have high expectations for their students, and they also have high expectations for the school that their students go to, I think is important uh, because that holds me as a principal accountable, but it also uh, is a lot easier to achieve things when everyone's rowing in the same direction, right. and that's knowing the value of education, knowing uh, what and where that can take you, uh, and capitalizing on all of those opportunities that a school can offer. And Loveland offers a ton of opportunities when you look at, yeah. at career um, um, and internships and uh, those experiences that can happen within a day mm -hmm. um, is awesome to get people already starting, even a freshman, um, starting to think what they want to do in life and sort of being able to research it and navigate that um, for four years before they get to that point where they have to make a decision. Gotcha. So we're going to kind of switch gears now to your kind of journey in education administration. When you when you entered college or kind of around the high school, the college time, when you were trying to figure out what you wanted to do, was that high on the priority list? Um, you know what? I think my journey in some ways is very similar to any any um, senior that's going into college. I mean, you have those that truly have always known what they wanted to do. Right. Uh, and for me, education wasn't something that I always wanted to do, I think. You know, when I was a freshman, I think I wanted to be a police officer. Um, when I was uh, probably a sophomore, um, if I remember correctly, I wanted to join the service and mm -hmm. go to the Air Force. Um, and then as I got into my junior and senior year, um, I thought about education, but decided ultimately that I wanted to be a civil engineer. So went to college as a freshman mm -hmm. in a civil, a civil engineering program. Uh, did that for one year. And decided, you know what, it's just not my thing. And I uh, had some great um, role models and, and people that influenced me. One was a, a college coach. I did cross country and track in college. And uh, um, he was a great, like say, role model, person that uh, I valued their opinion and really guided me towards the, the education route. Mm -hmm. And so sophomore year, um, I enrolled in uh, in education, a business education degree with a, a minor in, in physical education was what I graduated with. Mm -hmm. And then I took a whole nother journey, uh, had the opportunity to stay at the college that I was at and mm -hmm. work. Uh, so I didn't go straight from from college into a into a school to teach. Um, I was able to teach some classes at, at the collegiate level, worked in student services, did some coaching. 
Uh, from that, went into a, another university where um, I was still trying to figure out what I wanted to do long term. Mm-hmm. Decided to get a master's in, in uh, business administration, so I got my MBA. Mm-hmm. Um, still maintaining my uh, my education degree and the oppor- the ability to teach uh, because I was still figuring out long term what I wanted to do. Um, became an athletic director at a small university. Um, enjoyed that for a few years, um, and then you know through life. Um, had some other opportunities that took me, brought me to Ohio. Mm-hmm. I, I lived in Indiana all those years and took a job as a athletic director, assistant principal. And then that's, that's where I found my love and knew that uh, administration, working with, with kids at the high school level was something I wanted to do. And yeah. um, I've done that ever since. Okay. So can you give your kind of, your kind of main responsibilities as a principal here and then kind of, you know, detail on how those responsibilities have changed. Cause I, I'm kind of curious at different schools, if those responsibilities are different or if they're, if they're pretty similar. Sure. Sure. I mean, I think my, I, I think I'm truly responsible for the culture mm-hmm. of, of a school. You know, there's, there's several duties and responsibility you use, you have is, you know, evaluating teachers, hiring right. Um, right. Um, teachers, um, holding, holding staff accountable for, for their jobs. Um, again, making sure, um, that students have opportunities and try to spearheading, guiding, or allowing um, opportunities to to come about that you can support and um, make sure are implemented in a in in, a, in the school setting. Um, but that culture, that 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 place where students want to come, that that they have to come to, right. you know, I think is a big focus of, of any principal. Um, the job definitely has changed because I think starting out early on, it was all about, you know, the classes that are offered and mm-hmm. the education and making right. sure students academically are are prepared uh, for that next step, whatever right. that is. I think that's always been a foundational piece of, of a high school administrator or principal. Um, but I think how it's changed is truly there's, there's more expectations on high schools ever before, not only did, should they be prepared academically, but there's also that that social emotional piece, that mm-hmm. mental health piece that right. we all hear about in the struggles um, that, you know, that students, that young adults, that even, even adults um, are encountering now and trying to make sure we have resources in place to help support them uh, um, in their mental health. Right. Um, and then the third piece that really has grown quite a bit is just that whole career exploration. Um, you know, I mean, used to, it was up to kids to find, figure out what they wanted to do years ago. Um, and it was their responsibility to identify the college that is best for them and the path right. they want to go. But now that's a big part of high school. And, mm-hmm. and we yeah, see absolutely. truly here at Loveland, um, with the, the focus, uh, Mr. Mitchell, mm-hmm. um, and the work that he does in, in searching in the community and finding opportunities for kids to go out and work or intern or, uh, you know, take a job in a, in a career interest that they have mm. um, and helping kids before they leave high school have some exploration opportunities to really try to have a better idea of what they're going into. Unlike me, as a prime example, leaving high school thinking I wanted to be a civil right. engineer, but never doing anything or experiencing thing in that field. Um, I'm using, you know, teaching maybe as a backup, but really not doing anything to know if I really wanted to do that. Those experiences came later post high school. So that's become a big part of in a change as far as right. responsibilities in, in what high schools are, are expected to offer. Right. And um, this, you talked about career, career oriented. Um, what has been your experience with Tigers Inc? Cause obviously Tigers Inc is a, 
obviously they sponsor this podcast, first of all, but obviously that's a big, big push in the, the business career path here at the high school. Like what's your, what's been your experience with that so um, far? Absolutely. I tell you what, and I shared this with the, in the, the class when I had an opportunity to, to hear what it was about mm. and students get, do a presentation about what uh, goes on in, in Tigers Inc. And, uh, and I said this to the class, this is not a class that every school has. Right. This is very unique to, to Loveland High. And I think it's absolutely incredible because to see kids actually engaging in projects and, 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 uh, being part of some real life experiences with with companies in our community and doing work for them and taking on the role of of maybe it's marketing maybe it's social media maybe it's a design uh, um, aspect maybe it's taking something they're doing and and, and bringing it to to fruition um, just that real interaction with businesses mm-hmm. um, in in so many different aspects of a business. Um, just just incredible, and 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 again, seeing kids take ownership of that, mm-hmm. and and walking through their plans and strategies and their approaches, and working together as a team, and everyone having a role, and, and right. all coming together. Um, again, I, I use this word too much, but it's pretty awesome. Yeah. It really is. Uh, so yeah, that that kind of interaction. Uh, that's kind of what this podcast is based off of. Uh, when we started it back in 2020, it was all about kind of soft skills and like leadership and work ethic and communication stuff that's present, not just business, but just in life in general. Um, and we ask this question to everybody, but those soft skills, how are they present in your occupation what you do oh, every day? Um, I think if um, you probably talk to business owners and there's people that I've talked to in, in, in business or in other professions and, and sort of soft skills sort of is a lost art. It's not mm-hmm. ten, tends to be a focus, mm-hmm. um, but but just a, a good handshake, an eye contact. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, when I'm interviewing, you know, those are things that I look for. I mean, a, a good handshake and eye contact that that portrays confidence. That right. portrays they're engaged in the in a conversation. Um, so I mean, it's it's critical for me having those skills and and, and develop them even uh, uh, further um, mm-hmm. with a person of my age um, is important because you know we know about first impressions, mm-hmm. um, and I'm trying to make first impressions with parents. You know, mm-hmm. that I meet for the first time or, or conversations we're engaged in. Sometimes they're great and sometimes, you know, they're, they're not because of situations they're dealing with. Right. Um, same way with, with students. So um, those skills are critical, especially in that first impression um, time that, that you're having, uh, let alone being able to continue that, portray those skills. Um, and then when you're in a position where you're hiring uh, um, or somebody's presenting an idea to you, uh, those skills are very, very critical. Okay. Well, flew by pretty fast. We only have one last question for you. And again, this is a question that we asked everybody. Um, what advice would you give somebody looking to enter the like education administration field? Um, I, th- I think the biggest thing I've learned over my years that's important is you need to know how to listen. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, uh, student voices is, is, is critical. When I talk about culture, mm-hmm. uh, it can't be a, a culture that I create. It can't be a culture that somebody tells me we have to have. It's got to be a culture that students and staff buy into, believe in. Right. Uh, and so um, in order for that, you've got to listen. you got to listen to what people are saying. you got to be an, uh, an active listener. you got to be engaged um, and, and truly hear what they're, they're mm-hmm. saying. Um, and whether what they're sharing is, is facts 
It's their perception. Mm -hmm. Perception is their reality. And so um, you need to know that and understand that and be able to address um, those type of things. And uh, um, and any idea, any successful venture is collaborative. Mm -hmm. You know, it's working together. It's not a one one person show. Right. Um, And it never is. So being a great listener, um, whether you're a teacher, whether you're an administrator, whether you're an athletic director, I, I just think it is critical for to establish that culture and for the program itself to grow. All right. Well, thank you. Yes. Thank you for taking the time uh, to come on here. Uh, this was fantastic. This is exactly what we're looking for. And uh, yeah, so that's Budding Business, Season 3, Episode 4 in the books. Mm-hmm.